0: So the chair of St. Peter, this celebration, this feast, sort of highlights that authority given to St. Peter, my Jesus, here about in today's gospel, that he is the rock, uh, and Christ builds the church upon this rock. He's the, the man of faith, the one who is Christ's representative on earth. However. If you read the Gospels, and if you don't, you probably understand or know the story, that consistently throughout the Gospels, and even in the Acts of the Apostles and beyond, Peter is presented as generally an idiot, someone who is constantly speaking uh, when he shouldn't be, who is uh, making mistakes, who is failing, And of course, the ultimate one of denying Jesus three times at the end. And so how is this possible? Or I should say, why is it that Jesus would entrust Peter with the church, with this authority, when he is the biggest bumbling fool amongst all of the apostles, constantly failing, constantly making mistakes? Doesn't it seem logical that he would find someone else? Well. Just so happened this morning, when I was in confession, I was reading this little book that I'm reading for Lent, which I suggest, it might be a little challenging to find, but you can get it on Amazon. It's by an English sister. I talked about her for Ash Wednesday, Sister Maria Bolding, And the book is called Gateway to Hope, An Exploration of Failure. Um, so you have Chagall's little white crucifixion here on the cover. And I'm, I started reading this chapter, and the whole entire chapter is about Peter and Peter's failure she gives, I think, a pretty great explanation of why even after Peter continuously failed, Jesus chose him as the one who would be in charge. So there are basically a couple of reasons. Uh, And I'm gonna sort of read a few quotes that will explain it. And he says that Peter, throughout his failures, is made fit for a ministry in the kingdom somewhat different from the role he might have designed for himself, a ministry best exercised by a man who has known failure and weakness at first hand. So this is Jesus' design. He wants somebody in that position of authority who has known weakness and who has known failure. Why? Why is that? Well, one, and probably the main one, is that Peter could trust in Jesus and not on himself. It's humility. He's gonna fail over and over and over again. And so that he could rely on the Lord more than he can rely on himself. The second thing is because, and she says it here, because of that, he is going to be able to minister to his brethren. You know that whole part where Jesus says that he's praised that Peter's uh, faith will not fail so that he can minister to the brethren build them up and so what happens is in his failures sister says that Jesus never ceased to believe in Peter never gave up on him to love him towards his true greatness to love him towards greatness even in his failure knowing what the experiences and compassion of this failing disciple would later mean to other weak and failing disciples. And so, Peter failed. Jesus never gave up on him, continued to love him, because Peter, in experiencing that, was going to be able to share it with other people instead of being a prideful, judgmental jerk, because he had known the compassion of the Lord. And so, the ultimate thing, though, what is necessary for this role, this authority, sister says, is not that you never make a mistake. It's not that you never fail any she's She doesn't get into like criminal activity or specifically malicious activity. She says the only one qualification is required for the office, love. That's why the end, Jesus makes Peter repent by saying that he loves him three times. And even that's imperfect. If you study the Greek, he says, do you love me agape, with your whole heart? And Peter responds, yes, I love you philia, which is the human love. Second, he says, do you love me, agape? And Peter responds, I love you, philia. Until finally, Jesus is going to settle with what Peter can give him and says, do you love me, philia? And Peter says, yes, I love you, philia. He accepts what Peter can give him because he continuously works with him. He never gives up on him. And so I think that what she is saying is this is necessary for Peter. It's necessary for office in the church, the pope, bishops, priests, and I'm going to argue is necessary for all of us who have been given any form of office, particularly physical or spiritual, motherhood or fatherhood. Jesus has put you in charge of a household, put you in charge of a life. And guess what? You're going to mess up. You are going to fail over and over and over again. But guess what? The Lord's not going to say, oh, no, you can't do this anymore. I'm taking your kids away from you. I'm going to send them with another ward. No. As long as you have that goodwill and continuously repent through that repentance and expression of mercy, you are going to become more merciful, more loving, and more fit for the office because of your great trust in Jesus and his mercy. Amen.